Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Our lesson today is by Joe Fox. He's bringing us a wonderful lesson on faith. And the question he's asking all of us is, who or what are we putting our faith in? And we know as Christians, we must uh, look to Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. And Joe Fox uh, gives us a wonderful lesson on faith. We hope you enjoy the lesson and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. Beyond this land of
God is with us. We have obeyed the plan of salvation. And you that are here that have not, you don't have that assurance. But we all have the same assurance. <coughs> Hebrews 9 27 tells us that it's appointed unto man wants to die. And after this, the judgment. So we're all going to die and we're all going to stand before God in judgment. And we're all going to give an account of the deeds done in our bodies. I'm not going to be judged from you and you're not going to be judged from me. But we're all going to be judged by the same judge and the same rule. And that's the God of heaven. He's going to uh, call our name. And we have a song in the book uh, that says, I'll be somewhere listening. And uh, one day He'll call our name. And no matter where we are, we will come forth and we'll give an answer for the deeds done in our bodies. And we'll be realizing that He's a just God. Um, we hope and we trust this morning that you'll examine yourself as to where you are as I am to do the same. As a member of the church, we all have to examine ourselves this day because this is an important day. We are going to partake of the body and blood of Christ. And we're not going to go around and ask each one, are you worthy, are you worthy, are you worthy? That's your responsibility. That's my responsibility. That's for us to remember that the God of heaven knows whether we are eating and drinking of the body and blood of Christ in a worldly manner. And if we don't, he says that's a problem uh, that causes us to be sick and weak, weakly in, in the faith and, and in our everyday life. We need to realize that and, uh, we're eating and drinking damnation to our own soul if we eat unworthy of this that is set before us this morning. Having the responsibility this morning uh, of uh, bringing the lesson, I am speaking to the oracles of God. First Peter 4 and verse 11 says, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. Paul told the young man is tempted. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 beginning, he said, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge quick and dead at his appearing, preach the word, be instant in season, and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, and law on suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but they'll heed to themselves, teacher, having itching ears, and they'll turn away their ears from the truth, and they'll be turned unto favor. Make full promise of our ministry. You know, we have the responsibility to prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. This morning, as we get into our, our lesson, understanding our responsibilities, my responsibility to you to preach the Word, and your responsibility to me to see to it that that's what I do. You know, uh, there's many that are gathered today that just wants to be told a good story, that just wants to have a little time uh, in the house of what they call the house of the Lord. And they want to uh, say they've done their duty and go home. But we know as members of the church that we're God's children every day. This is the day that He sent for us to come together and to worship Him in spirit and truth. This is the day that we come together realizing that we're two or three gathered together in His name. He's there also. Matthew 18 verse 20 said, We're two or three gathered together. There am I in the midst of them. And as I've told you many times, we're among royalty because He is our King. As we sing 
sing from time to time the song, He's My King, and oh, I dearly love him. So we know and realize that he's among us today. And in order for him to be among us, then we must uh, do the things that he's commanded us to do according to his will. This morning we're going to talk about uh, a thing that uh, most all of us do every day, unbeknownst to us. And maybe we don't call it what uh, some people would call it. But, uh, you know, it's, in a way it, it, it's true. You know, we have faith and we realize that faith is very important because Hebrews 11 and verse 6 tells us that that faith is impossible to please him for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And we put our faith in a lot of things. But you know, uh, we got to put our faith in God. That's the most important thing. And we got to show our faith. Uh, James says, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. So, you know, when you realize the importance of uh, working out our own salvation with fear and truth, doing those things that God has commanded us to do. And when people in the world today uh, are willing to take a gamble on many things in life, and uh, but will not put their faith into the Lord, which is a sure thing. In 2 Peter uh, chapter 3 and verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us, for not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And in Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 9, the Bible says, Know therefore that the Lord, thy God, he is God. The faithful God, which keepeth covenants and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments, to a thousand generations. Here on earth, men put man puts his faith in almost anything imaginable. We can't seem to trust in the Lord and the God of heaven and his son Jesus Christ. We put our faith in things daily in our lives that are made by men. We never think twice about the everyday things we place faith in. We get in a car. We head down the road that's made for some men. Many men. Uh, parts gathered from all over the, the world. Put into that need. Those who have been tested and retested, and uh, you know, I don't know whether they test every one of them or not. I know they're supposed to test some of them. But you know, we put our faith in and we take off, and sometimes we exceed the speed limit. I'm not supposed to, but we we got faith in that vehicle. We're driving. And when we want to stop, we can hit the brakes and just stop. And sometimes that don't work. You see crashes, and sometimes you get too close to people. But we got faith in that vehicle. We got faith in, in ourselves, in, in our ability to, to control that vehicle. You know, uh, we've got faith. We put faith in the job that we have. We go to work, and we expect to, uh, at the end of the week, get a payday. We we got faith in whoever we're working for that they're going to pay pay us. 
And, and they're going to pay what they said they're going to pay. I think the parable where Jesus said uh, about the, a man hard laborers into his vineyard. He started at the beginning of the day paying a penny, and he went out all through the day and hard laborers, and at the end of the day, he began at the last one that he hired and paid each man a penny. And people got mad at him that was hard first because they got a penny, but he said, that's what I told you I paid. It was a penny. And he said, take back this land and, and go your way. You know, but uh, we promised, we, we, we put faith in, in man. This day and time, it's hard to put a lot of uh, faith in, in man. But even our employers, we expect them to take out the proper amount of taxes. We expect them to put the proper amount of money in our uh, 401ks. We expect uh, uh, the banks, when we, uh, now that we have most everybody, if you work on a public job, has uh, direct deposit into the bank. And we, we put faith in that, that it's going in there. And then when we get ready to write a check, we have faith in, in that uh, uh, bank that uh, the money's there and we can uh, do what we want to with our money. You know, and, uh, we've got all kinds of faith in, in that kind of stuff. We need to also have uh, faith in, in the God of heaven. We need to understand the importance of that faith. There's uh, many different uh, degrees of faith, but we, we seem to be all right uh, with putting faith in, in worldly things. But when it comes to the spiritual things, then uh, we have, have trouble with, with that kind of uh, faith. You know, faith that God will uh, supply our needs, faith that God will uh, watch over us, and faith that God is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Understanding the importance, of, no matter what men may say about it, that the God of heaven uh, will will take care of us. So in Matthew the sixth chapter, and there beginning with about verse thirty-one, Jesus said, "Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed?" He says, "For after all these things did the Gentiles seek, who are heavenly Father Noah." that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take ye therefore, take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto day is the evil thereof. You know, everybody looking down the road. And we, we expect to live long enough to retire and to have that money that's been placed into, into our retirement. We put faith in that. But the one sure thing that we can put faith in and take courage in is the God of heaven is not slack concerning His promises. He's promised us that if we will obey the gospel, that if we will live a faithful Christian life unto death, that heaven will be our home. John 14, and beginning with verse 1, He said, Let not your hearts be troubled, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. That's a promise. That's a promise that one day when He calls our name, we'll answer. And if we've done well, there's a mansion prepared for us. You know, we can sing about it here. Now we can envision what heaven is like. 
But if we live as God has commanded us to live one day, we can know what heaven is like. We can know another home where there's no pain, no sickness, no sorrow, uh, no tears. Only worshiping the God of heaven and His Son forever and forevermore in a place of joy and happiness and peace. In this life, we're not promised a rose garden. We're not promised no pain. But He promises that in heaven. And that's something that you can so to speak, take to the bank. That's something that you, can, that you can have faith in. We need to realize and understand that. There's lots of other things that we do daily uh, and, and take, uh, put faith in. But you know, this is the day that we show our faith. This is the day that we assemble and we worship the God of heaven as He's commanded us to do. Understanding the importance of it. In Philippians 4 verse 19, the Bible tells us, My God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And in Luke chapter 12 and verse 24, it says, He gives us the power. Consider the rape. For they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouses nor barns. God feeds them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? So, you know, how much better are we than the fowls? We can go on and on about these things. As I told you in Matthew 6, uh, 33, uh, there, 31 through 33. And Several passages of scripture. I'm going to ask Joe if you would to turn to Psalms uh, chapter 34, verse 10. I'll look it up, uh, flash forward. And I want to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And again, there with verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It says, There have no temptation taken you, such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee idolatry, realizing the importance of putting our uh, trust in God and understanding that God does not tempt man and and he, he is not tempted and he doesn't tempt us. You got it? First, first, uh, Psalms 34 and 10. Yeah. I got it. Okay. It says, The young lions do, do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. See, God protects and, and takes care of the lilies and the ravens. And in Job 38, and that beginning, Job 38, and beginning with verse 41, the Bible tells us there, he uh, says, Who provideth for the ravens his food? When his young ones cry to God, 
they wonder for lack of meat. He said, who provides his food? You know, God will take care of us. He didn't say that he would, <laughs> that he would provide all our wants. But he said he would supply our needs. And putting our faith in him. And understanding the importance of doing that. Remembering that he is all seen. He is the God of heaven. You know, but uh, there's things that we all put uh, um, faith in, as I said, in our automobiles, in our jobs, in our uh, homes, and in our retirement, and all these things. But are we looking forward to that final retirement? That place in heaven when this life is over? Understanding the importance of being prepared for it and putting our faith in the right place. People are taking big chances. You know, there's people that every day uh, spend money on the lottery. And I've always told them, uh, I don't gamble, and I don't do a little safe, and I'm one of the biggest gamblers, I guess, there are in the world when it comes to uh, taking chances. I farm, I truck. And, and you can call it gambling or you can just call it life. It's, it's just life to me. But you know, you put money out there in a crop and you expect to get that money back and, and make a living with it. You put money into a truck and you expect to be able to pay it off and, and, and make a living with it. You buy farm machinery and you raise crops on, on the farm and cattle and they can just lay down and die. But they got out of heaven and they're looking on he knows what I have need of. And the Bible says the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. You know, Job said, that, uh, uh, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job, Job was a man that really showed faith. Job was a man that really trusted in God. Job was a man that understood what it was to lose everything. And even his wife, when he was there with uh, boils on him from his head, to his feet and sitting in sackcloth and ashes and scratching. She says, curse God and die. He said, you speak as a foolish woman. You know, Job knows. He said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In 2 Peter chapter 1, there beginning with verse 3, the Bible says, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. How? through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given to us exceeding and great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through us. And besides this giving all diligence, he says, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and temperance patience, Patience, God, God is brother kindness, brother kindness, charity. He says, For these things be in you and abound. They make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. He said, Wherefore the rather brethren, give diligence 
to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Understanding the importance of doing the things that God has commanded us to do in order to be able to uh, see heaven on this life and understand the importance of it. We need to understand that in Hebrews 11 chapter, there were men that had faith and that showed their, their faith. We have that account and it is, uh, we've used it from many, many times and we're going to use it again this morning. Understanding first of all what faith is. What true faith is. And I mean you believe in a lot of things, worldly things. But true faith is belief in God. In Hebrews 11, the beginning of verse 1, it says, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It says, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which still appear. Then he goes on to tell how many that had faith. Abel. Uh, uh, Noah, Enoch, uh, Abraham, all those that uh, uh, had faith in God, Jacob, uh, Isaac, uh, Isaiah, uh, Sarah, uh, on and on and on throughout the whole chapter. And he said, even those that died having not received the promise, they had faith that one day that God would reward them for the things which they had done according to His will. Moses, you know, on and on. Then we find in the Bible also that there were those that had no faith. You know, we have a problem in Matthew, uh, the 25th chapter, and there, beginning with uh, verse 14, if you want to turn there, Matthew 25 and verse 14. He says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, to every man according as his servant ability. And straightway he took his journey. And he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. And so he that had received the five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thy talent Thou hast thou didst deliver unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant.